Hi, I'm Tennille. And I'm Kelsey. And we're financial advisors from Allman Partners True Wealth, bringing you thought-provoking conversations around you, your money and your life on the Wealth Experience Podcast. Well, welcome back everyone today for another podcast. We're feeling laid back and comfortable in the studio, even though there's things knocking on the door ready for us to deal with once we get out of here. Um, So we are going to keep this one a little less formal. Having said that though, today's topic is one that's very important and close to the heart for us. And we'd like to talk today about the struggles of financial success, particularly for women. Yeah, I think the new era of, of woman is upon us. She's been here for some time now. We're working more, having careers. Um, we want independent um, financial freedom and working towards equal pay as well for, for the effort. Um, interestingly enough, I don't want to get into the pay gap today. Um, I know there's a lot of talk about it and it definitely exists. But Danielle, I'm absolutely seeing more and more women um, earning equal, if not more, than their partners. Um, and, then, and with this becomes you know, a whole set of unique issues of itself, um, mm. which, you know, some of which we'll touch upon today. And I think we can say that we're successful women in, in our own right. Um, we're both mothers. Um, and I think we can really talk about some of our truths today. Um, as hard as that may be, we're <laughs> going to put it out there. Um, and this is going to look different for everybody. So, you know, what we speak about today, please don't take as an overlay um, because everybody has a unique situation. But hopefully you can find something in here that resonates with you. Um, even for any males that might be listening, it might help you understand your your partner more or friends and family members or even co-workers and the internal struggles that they might be going through um, in order to have, you know, the financial success in whatever that looks like for that person. Yeah, yeah, and you know, being a, being a mother is hard. Having a career is hard. Owning a business is hard. Um, but if we bring all of these things together um, full time, you really do have a whirlwind going on. It know? absolutely is a whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to eat well and exercise in there as well. But <laughs> and in this day and age, is not really a choice for many, but a reality that we just for for women in particular, it's not not as it used to be. For for the majority, um, they they do have to get out there and and work to earn um, and earn money for the families. So it can become a real balancing act. Yeah, yeah, and the lifestyle that we live in now, you know, as families, we need to spend more because we want more in our lives, and that just forces the change in society I guess that more women are definitely having to to work to be able to achieve that um so bringing all of that together as you mentioned is an absolute whirlwind so let's talk about that balancing act a little bit and there was an analogy that one of my clients actually said to me that resonated for some reason or another and it's like a working mum is kind of like spinning plates you just need to understand at times you can let the plastic ones fall down (laughs) and that's okay Um, and it's so true because in some ways, working mums are really, you're trying to have it all because you're in this situation where, you know, you're, you're trying to be a good mum, be a good worker, be a good business owner, be a good partner mm. all at once, every day, pretty mm. much. Um, and you have to be comfortable with knowing that that's not that's not possible all of the time. Mm. Um, so, you know, you're going to have sacrifices and print things aren't always going to go to plan. And that's really those plastic plates. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying there. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I guess it, I guess you know financial freedom is it, the reason that this all happens is because women are becoming far and far more involved in in financial success and and wanting that freedom and you know there's some good statistics that that are actually showing that women are now becoming more focused on on that than what men are um, and and that's where the change sort of comes but um, that balance yeah. is an interesting topic to in that area yeah. isn't it yeah. I, I don't actually think balance exists I no. think we need to bring the conversation away from that and stop right. creating this 
unreasonable reality that we're, that you know people are striving for. It just simply doesn't exist, and you know, not all of the time. Sometimes you might have a couple of weeks where everything feels like it's in balance, <laughs> but that's not going to continually exist. I know this. I feel <laughs> <Speaking> this <laughs> from experience. <laughs> um, you know, there's going to be periods of time where your career is going to demand a lot more from you. Mm. And there's going to be periods of time where your family demands a lot more from you. And I think what's important is you go, well, where am I needed the most right now? Mm. And where are my values? And what was my heart telling me to do? I think mm. that's, a, that's a big part of it. Because as long as you're always doing this and living this in a way that's true to your values, yeah. um, it's going to go a lot easier for you. And what you don't want to end up happening, just to bring it back to that analogy, is not paying attention to it. Yeah. Because yeah. that's when the, the glass plates, I don't, we don't really have glass plates, but glass plates start, <laughs> start you know, falling Slipping off the there. spinning blocks because, you know, that might be, um, well, you've been working far too much and looking after your child that you, your relationship's now in turmoil because you haven't been paying attention to it. Yeah. And, and the, that's the reality. And I think, understand that there is no balance, not all the time. And just go back to what's important at the at that particular point in time. Yeah, and, and, and this translate, it translates so well for it's not only just just women in this area, but this translates so well to, to the whole idea that I think the younger generation now the statistics are showing that uh, for generation for generation Y and generation Z the work life balance is more important to them. But that mm. is always the 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 words right there that make that very hard to be the truth because the, you're right that balance just just simply can't exist at times no it's about the focus area that's right and even if you're even for stay-at-home mums that it's still hard right because um that's hard work in itself you still I couldn't do yeah, it I couldn't do it that's probably why we haven't done it <laughs> it is far too hard um you know you still got your own uh, juggles that you're trying to fit you know, looking after kids all day and making sure that they're entertained and fed and all those things. So everybody has this issue in life with the balancing act, right? Yeah. Um, but just coming back to the working mum's part, even though both people within a relationship might be out there working, mm. women are still picking up the chores. For they, the most part, most, most, of, like. most of the chores. I think that, that is something that's still happening. We're still... Most of the time, the administrators of the family organising all of the stuff that the kids need for, for school and making sure, sure that's all prepared, you know, that, that happens and all of that stuff adds up. And I think um, accept help is probably the big one. This is one that I personally struggled with to go, mm. now is actually a time where I need help. Mm. Being as stubborn and as independent mm. as I am, this was hard. And, I, you know, I got to the point where I said, oh, well, I am getting a cleaner because... Mm. I just, I need more time. I, I value my time. And if I can get some help, if you can afford it, I think do it. Yeah. yeah. Because nothing's more valuable than, than your time mm. in these situations where you're trying to bring it all together. Yeah. Yeah. And I speak a lot of, over time about the, the golden triangle. So there's three, there's three points to the golden triangle. You can have, um, you can have it at the right price. You can have it at the right quantity um, or um, you can have it at the right right time effectively and typically one of those things has to has to go and that's exactly what you're talking about there so if I if if I value my time and the quantity of my time the most I will pay more money for that right that's right um, and, and so making those those determined choices that way can um, can help to to find you that little bit of balance that works for you uh, I think that really some of the areas that I um, try and focus on is, first of all, it's knowing what 
are the areas of your family responsibilities. Uh, that really helps, right? Because um, who those traditional roles are kind of getting broken down now, now that we've got two it's people. It's lines, yeah, yeah. yeah. And go back to my previous comment, you know, there is a, definitely a lot of men out there that are sharing the household duties, don't get me wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's definitely happening. Absolutely but You're right. right, if you bring it back to, now what is each other's role? Yeah, yeah. And who? so even, even the simple thing, so who is the person in the relationship that looks after the family finances, for example? So uh, can I ask for help if I actually need it? So if I, I saw an interesting statistic from a study earlier this year and it actually spoke to the fact that over 90% of women are now actively involved in their family's finances, which mm-hmm. is wonderful. It means that, 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 that we, are, um, we are getting out there and... Um, being a more cohesive unit in the roles that we're taking on. And that actually over half of all uh, of women, uh, over half, um, control the fa- finances then. So it's not men that are that are in the majority controlling finances anymore. It's actually women. Um, and it's no shock for us, Kels, because we see that more shared role happening um, in, in, in couples that come through the door and seek advice. But it does speak volumes to our conversation today about breaking down those traditional roles um, and the traditional pressures and how, how we share that out amongst yeah. ourselves. Yeah, and there's no perfect way of doing this, right? I don't think anybody that's – any woman that's successful in her own right doesn't have it down pat perfectly. <laughs> um, again, certainly not all of the time. Yeah. Um, and – you're right as well you you mentioned about the you know talking about delegation and you know that's something that I struggled through too um but you've got to free yourself from that responsibility yeah yeah I've taken on the burden of everything so I think as women we go well I I can do it all and there's this notion of a superwoman Mm. um does superwoman really exist um because when you're in it my son hopes she does yeah but it doesn't feel like that when you're in it right (laughs) I think a lot of women probably don't feel like a superwoman when they're um they effectively, you do become bottom of the pile, which brings us to the next point. You know, it's really important to make time for yourself because how easy is it to get wrapped up in, you know, I've just, I've got to get to work and get all of these things done and I've got to pick my child up from school and then I've got to do the dinner and I've got all these other responsibilities. At what point in that do you go, I've got to really create some time for myself here to be effective. Yeah, yeah. To and, keep doing this. And you've spoken a bit about delegation a couple of times throughout today's session and I think it's important that we we stop and we think about that as well because women are actually far more likely than men to see delegation as an aggressive or an assertive behaviour and therefore they feel guilty about it. And that's actually out of research from from Columbia Business School. Um, So in actuality, we know that the reverse is absolutely true, that you increase your confidence and the confidence of people around you when you do free yourself from that from certain responsibilities right mm. um, and you allow other others in those situations to take up that responsibility yeah so delegation doesn't have to be me walking up to you and going hey I need you to do this work for me delegation can simply be I have too much on my plate right now and I'd love for somebody else to take this 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 over that's not aggressive it's not assertive well, it's just learning to say no yeah uh, yeah in an inner in a, in a correct way Mm. no is not a bad word you're Mm. absolutely right um and it's not aggressive it's not assertive it's allowing others to have the responsibility and get the get the the benefits when they can be responsible for that of feeling that success um so i i really think it's an important one for females in particular because it looks like control right it looks like control. I don't know how many times that my husband's asked me, um, what can I do for you? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I've just got to get through all of these things, right? But that's not helpful for him. 
because it, it that's my controlling behaviour. So if I can if I can help by delegating that through, um, we'll we'll both get a better outcome because of it, and we'll feel more satisfied. Yeah, yeah, and then hopefully make a little bit more time for yourself as well because. Feeling the burnout and overwhelmed is is a, is a very real thing. Again, if you don't pay mm. attention to it, it can absolutely hit you in the face when mm. it when it comes around. Um, we're quite fortunate on that note of you know making a bit more time for yourself and and fitting everything in. That we're in a workplace that allows for flexibility, mm, supportive, you know? yeah. yeah, very supportive to be able to go. You know, I'm I'm feeling it. I'm I'm a little bit overwhelmed. There's a lot going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time. I'm going to leave a little bit earlier today because I need to do X, Y, Z to make everything work in my life. And I actually think workplaces in general need to get a little bit better at this. Yeah. Um, and, and women can help in that way. Yeah. I think I think part of it is that culture comes from within. So if, if you don't feel supported, probably your co-workers and those around you may not feel supported as well. So actually look at looking around and going, you know what, yeah. I, I, I genuinely care about these people. Let's stop and take a minute and go, what's going on for you? Can I help you with something? You're going to create that environment where it's okay for that to be the case then. That's right. That's right. Because it's so important and you actually get long-term better outcomes for it. If you've got, if you've, if you're creating a workplace that supports burnout, just work long hours and work as hard as you can, and um, you know this is your priority type mentality, then you're not going to get the best from your employees. Um, so I think yes, yeah, supporting that and creating a new environment because that's the old environment, right? We have more women working, more women that are working full time with you know multiple children. How can we better support that? Because it doesn't mean that women are going to be less productive. No. You actually find that, you know, if you want something done, you ask a busy person. So women usually, you know, do get through the work. It might just look a little bit different. Mm. Yeah. Allow your female employees to, if they can, of course, depending on the nature of, of the role, you know, they might prefer to get up a little bit earlier before the kids the kids are up to do a bit of work. That's what, what I do or in the evening when the kids have gone to bed. But it might mean that they leave a little bit earlier in the workplace. So I think, as a society, that's how we can support that a little bit more. Because if you don't have that, that's that's even even harder. I think. Mm, yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So, to know what do you do to create time for yourself? Oh goodness! Now you put me on the spot, haven't I you? Have. <laughs> Uh, I uh, it, people uh, I always feel like people work in different ways, right? Some people mm. work in time, and some people work in outcome. Um, and I happen to be someone who who tends to work better in in time. Uh, so I I I have planned time for different things so I'll plan to be at work for x hours and I'll plan to be um every afternoon going out there and spending the time that I need with my son taking him to to his his, um you know sports and all those kinds of things but Um, time for you yeah and the time time for your time that so the time for me is a great example is from tomorrow I'm on leave um and but it's purposeful time right so my purposeful time is I value being able to stop and not have anything to do. So for others, purposeful time might be I value going out and going on a trip or doing a pedi- having pedicure or doing yoga or whatever those things might be. But for myself, my, my best value is actually just being able to stop and have quiet time in space to be able to do absolutely nothing if I want to and just think and have peace. So I, But from a time basis, I structure that in. Yeah. And I say, well, every school holidays, I'm going to take X amount of, of days, um, which is out of work and out of travel and out of school time and all of that and do effectively nothing if I want to do nothing. Yeah. 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 And that's your way of getting your, your recharge. Yeah. And like you're saying, that looks different for everybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. 
And for, for others, it, like I say, for others it may be their outcome based. So mm. for them to for them to feel like they've had them time, it might be that I've specifically gone and done yoga because I like yoga, or I've done travel because I like travel. But um, but yeah, and it, it that, can be a bit of both, right? And I think you've just got to pay attention to what you need in that moment. Yeah. Um, sometimes when everything gets really busy and a working mum, you don't get any time to yourself, and your ears are constantly ringing. It feels like. Um, <laughs> what do you do? What do I do? Different things at different stages. Sometimes my recharge looks like doing more exercise. Yes. Um, this sometimes, week. This week in particular, yeah, I'm feeling it. Um, or it might look like going and picking up summer early from daycare and going to the park. Mm. That's That might be my recharge. Um, it just depends. It depends on that point in time. But I think it's about recognising it. And sometimes for me it's just really small pockets of time. Mm. An hour, an afternoon, Um even just being able to go, right, I'm going to walk around the shops on my own, yeah. at, at my own leisure. Real simple things. Um, again, our situation does look slightly different because, you know, we're over here and it's, it's my partner and I and, and my daughter and I think we we don't really have those big time-out moments. Our time-out moments are as a family. A good example, actually, one, I didn't realise it would be as refreshing as it was. We went on our first camping trip and it was really nice to do that as a family quality time no distractions no technology um that was an amazing recharge i came back after that weekend and was just like yep i feel, I feel good about that i'm ready to to go again mm. i've had my little had moment i've had my fill and and now i can and go again mm. yeah yeah I, I, you're right you know just taking that time out and and being able to not feel guilty about it not feel judged about it you know the the, yeah. the guilt is real yeah. Um, being able to put that aside and go, that's actually not, not serving me. It's not serving anyone in this situation. That's right. And, and you know, I'll be was, a better person because of this. That's right. And you know what was good about that weekend? How easy is it when you're at home to go, oh, I'm just going to do the washing or I'm just going to clean this or I'm just going to tidy up this, I'm going to organise the wardrobe. And all of a sudden, before you created your own to-do list of mm. all these things that have got to be done rather than just being in the moment and actually recharging. That's right. So sometimes you just got to take yourself away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. Okay, Tanil, let's talk about the the next um, struggle, if you like, of financially successful women that does occur, and I think it's a bit of a taboo subject, but let's talk about it, and that's the judgment that we face fr- from this. ourselves, yep. <laughs> from our peers, um, and, and sometimes from the world. Um, I think somehow out there there's the stereotype that working mums are subpar parenting, and I don't know if sometimes that lives in our brains because of the guilt. That, that we have um but it's just not true at all like, you know for working working mums I think you're really intentional about your time because you have to be because you're not at home with them which I don't know if that's easier or harder right because stay-at-home mums you've got to definitely got a really really tough job um but I think you know we're definitely spending intentional time loving our children just as much and caring for them it just looks slightly different um from the traditional role and uh, First of all, it's really important for the world to know that working mums, we are already judging ourselves. Um, So, you know, if anybody is ever feeling that, then, you know, it doesn't mean that you're not committed. You shouldn't have the mum get. We're all just trying to make the most of our situations in the best way that we know how. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Um, and, And outside of that, look, I think if we're talking about this space of financially successful women, I would like to see personally more female advisors 
in our space that have that financial education. I think we're certainly heading in that direction. Um, I'd mentioned before about, you know, better workplaces to be able to support this. Because it's not just about supporting the women working, it's about supporting the family unit. That's right. Which only creates a better society, right? Mm. Um, And to see a little bit more government support. Yeah. yeah. The government, they, they, they do offer support. But it can sometimes work in in reverse. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and and that can be hard, right? Because from a financial standpoint, then um, any time that you have to gauge uh, should I should I be working versus the cost of me actually going and working, you know that 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 dilemma makes it very very hard for people to make a decision about what what's going to yield the best outcome. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes you know you're penalised for working and earning more if you've if you've got children yeah it can be can be extremely difficult and, yeah. and we, I think we just need to speak about it more um, as more women are going back to work and have careers and families um, we know it's expensive to live and, and that we all want more from life so just just being able to open the area up and talk about it more and come up with some better solutions yeah. for, for, for the society yeah. yeah that's right open the conversations up and hopefully you know the people that are listening they found something that's resonated with them today in these conversations and um, look would be interested to maybe even do an interview with somebody that's that's in this space to give their take on you know what their struggles are as a as, as a success, successful woman. Exactly. Um, so anybody else that's listening that would like to do that, get in touch. Well, you know, I think I think today um, our society is certainly very fast paced. Um, it's ever changing. Um, for all the women listeners, we want to let you know that your version of what you want is great. Go out there and be your best version and be be who you can be. And for our male listeners, thank you so much for supporting and building up your girlfriends, your wives, your mothers, your sisters, female friends. We hope that you've all taken something positive from today's session and we look forward to you tuning in next time on Wealth Experience. The opinions of the presenters are objectively ascertainable and are not intended to be financial product or personal advice. 